Hi guys, this is Natasha Brown and you have tuned into His Word. His Word is here to bring glory to God's name, one testimony at a time. We are here to encourage, uplift, inspire, evangelize and to fellowship with Christ. So what is a testimony? A testimony is the evidence that God is working in your life. It gives us the assurance that God is real and that he is definitely here. So what are you waiting for? Share your testimony today. Hear his word, speak his word and share his word. His word is God's word. Hello everyone and welcome back to another fantastic testimony on the His Word podcast. My name is Natasha Brown and it is a joy to be in the Lord's presence. So this episode is season three, episode 15, and it's called The End Time General. Guys, if you don't know, we are currently in the end times and we don't know how long that may be, but because we are in these trying times where things are getting worse and it's just showing us that God is soon arriving and therefore we have a duty to make sure that we are going out there and preaching the gospel and bringing many people to Christ. You know, you may not be someone who likes to evangelize, but there's many ways that you are able to evangelize. Like I use this podcast as a way to evangelize and to bring people to Christ. You know, you are here again playing another fantastic testimony. Like it's so refreshing to know that God continues to work in the lives of those around us. And it's so important to continue to share those testimonies. Heaven rejoices every time you talk about his name. Heaven rejoices every time you acknowledge God's name. So guys, do not underestimate this podcast. Do not underestimate these testimonies. You know, I may record 20, 30 testimonies each time, but I always allow God to tell me and to show me who is next. So, and the reason for that is because I don't want to take charge of this podcast. Absolutely not. God is the one who gave me the idea and therefore I want him to bring people. I want him to be the one who is completely in control of his ministry. I'm just the person that he's using to allow this to be what it needs to be. And so if you are playing this episode right now, it is not a coincidence. Always open your mind and open your heart to receive a word from God. Honestly, God is able to speak to you through any means, like he speaks to me through people, but he also speaks to me as well through testimonies. So anytime you tune in, always say, God, Holy Spirit, show me what I I need to learn from this testimony. What can I take away from this? The Bible tells us that we should not only be hearers of the word, but we need to be doers of the word. What can you do as a result of this testimony? What are you currently experiencing in your life? Who around you is experiencing something that they need you to intercede for them? So the anchor scripture for this episode is taken from Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18 and it reads, the path of the righteous is like the morning sun shining ever brighter till the full light of day. That is a fantastic verse because I believe that it reminds us that whenever you come to Christ, don't expect to be in the same place. Don't expect to just remain the same. God is a living God, means that he progresses. He's a God of 
progress. He's not a God who just wants us to remain the same. He's not a God who just wants us to be stagnant. That is not the God in which we serve. And therefore, the more you are in Christ, the more you are growing in Christ. Expect to grow. Expect to improve and improve and improve. Don't ever just stay in one place. Expect things to happen for yourself. Expect it and it will happen for you. But if you're not expecting, if you are just content with how things are in your life right now, that is not what God wants for you in your life. There's many a times in the Bible that he tells us that we are like trees. In Psalm chapter 1 verse 3 it says, that person is like a tree planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither whatever they do prospers god wants you to grow a tree grows a tree bears fruit he does not want you to remain the same and that's why this scripture is so powerful because he lets us know that every morning we shine brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter it's only up from here when you are in christ it's only up from here so as you hear this testimony as you continue with your day expect to go further in your life expect things expect and plan ahead expect to see things happen for you don't just remain the same and have a mentality of comfort because God wants you to step out of your comfort zone and to grow to be like a tree receiving the water that he provides and prospering in all that you do hallelujah so without further ado here is our amazing guest Prince So Prince, how are you? Please tell us what the Lord has done for you in this season of your life. My name is uh, Prince Uchenna Batiego. I'm from Nigeria, but I'm currently based in the Netherlands. Yes, precisely. I mean, I live, I stay in Zeiss in the Netherlands. I'm a music minister and I also do some other jobs. Basically, my life has just been based on ministry, music ministry. Being in Christ Jesus, I've been, um, it's a a great thing. It's um, a thing of honor to be in Christ Jesus. Over the years, I, I got born again, um, maybe way back 1990, 1991, thereabout, not too precise, I'm sure. I was one of those that were raised in Christ in church, growing up as a, as a baby, growing up as, as a kid. Everything I knew was about church. And that foundation was, was really unique for me because it guided me through in life, you know, not to go in the wrong path. Even when I tried to, you know, go to the wrong path, and that uh, idea, that training that I had earlier on as a baby and as a child, you know, kept me in check with the word of God. I, didn't, I wouldn't say I've not done things, wrong things in the past. No, I have done wrong things in the past. Of course, God doesn't judge us with the past things that we've done, you know, but the most important thing about this to take home is that I've been in check, you know, through my constant relationship. I always finding myself in God to know that I'm coming from somewhere and that uh, I'm not just living by myself, you know, and that my life should bring glory to God at all times. So this has been my point, you know, and it's not the same like somebody who was never in, in God and and now came to Christ. But this this is it. This is the testimonial part of it is that uh, it's been a glorious life. The Bible said that the path of the just is as a shining light. It shines brighter and brighter until a perfect day. When you come into Christ Jesus, when you are in Christ, there is, uh, God never promised us that we're going to have uh, a smooth way, you know, in life because we, we come into him. But the point is this, when you come into Christ, he transports you from one level of glory to another. It doesn't matter what you find or the circumstances that you see around you. What you can know is this for sure, that no matter what you see around you is for, is for a greater glory. Even if you f- go through challenging times, those tests are meant to, you know, take you 
to another level of glory. It brings promotion to you. You will not uh, just imagine uh, you're a soldier who never goes to war, who never does anything. You never fight a war. You can be a general if you don't fight through wars, if you don't go through wars, through challenging times, have something to deal with. So in the circumstances that we have around us, the challenges that come around us, God makes us generous. God improves our lives. We become better Christians. We become better persons as a result of the things that uh, we see around us. You know, uh, let me give a testimony. God blessed us, my wife, with uh, twin babies, two girls. But something happened uh, during delivery, something I would call error. <laughs> I would call it error went on. It was an emergency section. She had to have emergency. And one of the babies couldn't make it. Um, it was really a trying moment for us. I've never seen such a thing like that because, you know, all my life I've always, I've seen challenging times, but I've seen things happen. I never believed that would happen to me. You know, it, it was really daring for me because we, we got the testimony. We knew that these babies were, as we keep speaking the word of God, to them, despite the report from the doctors that we have to bet the babies earlier before the normal time, you know, but we said, no, that we don't have to do that. We kept faith in the word of God that no, they will be fine. That is five, 34 weeks. The idea was, okay, let's come in between them. Okay. You said we should do that in 33 uh, weeks, but we said, okay, let's give it time. Let's leave it 36 week. So just few, just a week to that time we planned to, you know, this thing happened. It, it was a shock, but you know, but this is it. We prayed about it. We, we knew that we had hopes for it, but it didn't happen the way we planned it. But this is it. Just because it didn't happen the way we planned it and the way we expected, you know, doesn't mean that God didn't do well. No, you know, things, like I said, it was, I felt it was an error, not from the side of God. It was an error that happened. It, it wasn't supposed to happen, you know, but it happened. But this is it. Our faith in Christ Jesus is still strong. It didn't make me lose hope. Or it didn't make me lose hope in Christ Jesus because over the years, it doesn't matter what comes my way. It doesn't matter the challenges times. I, I just believe that nothing can take me, separate us from the love of God. And that is what to take home. He, he never he never for one minute gave me questions about who God really was or do I really still have to continue in this? You know, there are some Christians who, when they go through times like this, it's enough for them to fall out of faith and be like, I thought I had a God, you know, but even up to now, I still, our faith in commitment to ministry is even stronger and stronger because we know that all things, according to the scriptures, all things work it for good, all it doesn't matter if it's good time or bad times. All things work together for good to them that love the Lord. So, yeah. So these are my testimonies. Before, let me tell you this. Before the, the twins came, I told my wife that uh, we're going to have twins. You know, people get married and they don't have the same dreams of the kind of children they want to have. But I told her we're going to have twins to get ready for it. It was like a joke. When we went for the check checkups, she was just shouting like, how did you know? I said, I know. I'm a man of faith, you know? So we spoke it into being. And is the word, it was, they were bettered by the word. We spoke it into being and it came. And we're gracious to God for our baby, Jadel, the other twin. She's doing well. She's strong and she's amazing. She's bubbling in the Lord. And so most important thing is this. We are still firm in the Lord. It brings us to the point where the Bible says, iron sharpness, iron. My faith also boosted the faith of my wife. And each day we, we look at the things that have happened and we say, 
thank God, all things are working together for our good. From then on, it's been many blessings after blessings. I have testimonies from my, my life. My life is a chef of testimonies. How God has lifted me from one level of grace to another. Is it uh, the trips that I wanted to make over the years that I will talk about? Is it the trips of grace where people say, you are not supposed to be here? And God shows up and said, he's supposed to be there. Let him be there. I, I went the last, um, before I came to, to the Netherlands, we went to Israel and uh, the, the people that were doing the, uh, what do you call it, the interview for you to get the visa and the rest. People were going and walking and they, they interviewed them. And um, it got to my point. They wouldn't even allow me to speak. They said, young man, you are, you are not even married yet. Then I wasn't married. You can't go to Israel. Because it was actually a group thing, a church thing. And they say, you can't go to Israel. You, you, you're not going, you're not married. Because they said they, they want to take more of married people to Israel in case some people try to run away. <laughs> you know how some people could think. So they said, you're not going to Israel. I said, uh, why would you? You didn't even allow me to even talk like everybody. People come in, they sit down, they talk to them. But when it got to my turn, as I was walking close to the desk, they said, the man said, no, you can't go. You can't go. So why do you mean I can't go? I just, uh, he said, just sit, I will talk to you because he saw that I was persistent. I'll talk to you later. And after later, he never talked to me. I had to walk to him and meet him. They interviewed everybody in the hall, over 150 people that came. But what happened to me? I was like, what is this man doing? I knew then, the Spirit of God spoke to me that it is the devil that is behind this. You know, when some things happen, you just know it's the devil that was behind it. I, I spoke to him. I said, so what did I do? He said, I don't just know you. I don't think you, should. you are not going. Maybe next time. I, I said, I don't need to talk to this man anymore. I went back home and I went on my knees. I, I prayed in tongues for some minutes, for like 30 minutes. When I was praying, the Spirit of God was saying, there was a demon behind that. Say, rebuke the demon. And I did. I, I, I rebuked the demon. I said, in the name of Jesus, that demon behind that man that was talking, I reject you and I'm going for this trip. And that was it. After months, I just forgot about it. And so my senior pastor was, because she knew about the whole matter and she, she saw the whole matter and was like, don't worry, we'll still be praying about it. Just be praying. I didn't, I just, just that one prayer I prayed, I said, that was it. So a few weeks to the time of traveling to Israel, that was in, in July, 2019. And a few days to that time, my pastor called me that my name is out. I said, wow, my name is among those that were going. Even those that they interviewed, most of them were dropped because when they got to the Israel embassy where the real people to do the real check. And I was one of those that were called. I was part of those that went. So you see, these are testimonies of times when a man that has a grace upon his life, as a Christian, when you get born again, you must recognize one thing, that you have the grace of God upon your life. And there's nothing that can stop you. When you make up your mind, when you walk with the Spirit of God at all times, God will always guide you and bring you success. I have countless testimonies. Is he in school? There's just a numerous of them. But this is it. One thing to take home is this, that as I've always walked with God and each time he always shows up. Even the times that look like it was a difficult time for me, he always shows up. Was he my coming to the Netherlands? Do you know I, I booked, I, they gave me visa even when I was coming to the Netherlands to meet my wife. After everything I did, got to the at the airport. The people said I can't travel. What what is wrong with you? I can't travel. They already gave me a visa. They were looking at my visa. 
like there was something wrong with it. <laughs> you can travel that uh, the flight you booked you is connected to UK, blah, blah, blah. Different stories. When it gets to that point, I just know that I don't need to talk to you. I need to talk to God because he can fix you. At that time at the airport, I, I called my wife. My wife was busy praying right here in, in the Netherlands. I, I went to the corner, one corner of the, of the, of the airport. I started speaking in tongues. I started speaking in tongues. I didn't care who was around. And after I was done, I now went back to the, to the place. And just one thing after the other, and they just, they just, I just had my way. They just said, okay, okay, oh yeah, come. Come and carry your wahala. Like in Nigerian terms, come and take your take trouble, go. Okay, go. And that was how I went, entered the flight. The flight was ready to leave. They were still holding me, but somehow my faith kept, had to keep them waiting. It's been a walk of faith of glory to glory. Like the, I said from the beginning, that the path of the righteous is as a shining light. It shines brighter and brighter unto a perfect day. Just keep your focus on God as a Christian. There are challenges that will come, but your faith is the victory. Faith is the victory. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. What a <laughs> wonderful testimony. You said, oh God, which testimony to share? But God led you to share the, the right testimony. Honestly, Amen. just hearing all of that, you don't even look like you experienced anything last year. Do you understand? Like <laughs> God has not made you to look like what you experienced in that hospital exactly. with, um, with your wife. And when you were talking to me, um, a verse came up. It says, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the principalities and powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world. Hallelujah. Oh my God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Everything that happens around us. That's why we have to be very watchful, very careful. Because if we are not, we will allow the enemy to frustrate us when, we, right. when it's not even about us being frustrated. It's about us going away in prayer and talking to the one who has the authority, the one who has a victory, the one who's already won the um, battle for us, right? Yes. So I, I just wanted to ask you, because throughout this um, testimony, you spoke about <laughs> faith and how important it is for us to have faith. Of course, like what you experienced, a lot of Christians who are weak in their faith would have crumbled, would have crumbled and left Christ completely. Because God, why did you allow this to happen to me? Of all people, I'm in Christ. I'm covered by his blood. Why has he allowed that to happen? So what advice do you have for a person in, in, in how to build up their faith? Like how can you have this ample amount of faith that just seems untouchable? Praise God. It's very simple. There's, there's three kinds of faith. There is the weak faith and there is the, the strong faith. And when you get born again, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And when you get born again, you receive a particular amount of faith, like the monster seed. But that faith has to be planted to grow. And how does how do one become have strong faith? You have to exercise. Most of Christians don't exercise their faith. That's why they are still weak. So it comes to the point of strong faith. So as a Christian, for to keep yourself in check, first of all, you must continually hear the word of God. Faith comes by hearing. You must hear. The challenge with some people is that they are not consistent with their work with the word of God. The word of God, Bible said the word became flesh and read among us. The word is Jesus. But now the word, starting from the, the logos, the written word, has to get into you before it is now turned to Rema, where you can now you know, exercise and practicalize. For instance, I give you um, somebody is not feeling fine in his body. The first thing he should be running to is not to be running to, to the medicine store, to the pharmacy, or to call him the doctor. How do you exercise your faith there? You go on your knees and speak the word of God. Speak the word concerning your health. He you say, you, you remember in the word, they said, 
I wish above all things that ye may uh, stay in good health. Above all things that you may prosper, even as your souls prospered. Stay in good health. So what do you do? You internalize God's word. So you speak God's word in, in consent. Speak words in consent with God's word that says that your, your uh, sickness has no place in your body, for instance. You begin to speak words, words of faith. You declare into your body that this body, you stay in conformity. My body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Sickness, you do not have a place in this body because this body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. Let me tell you another testimony as regarding to that. For 18 good years now, I've never had a reason to take any drugs. Gone to the doctor, no headaches. My life has been in check to the word of God. So every day I wake up in the morning, not to just jump to start working. I speak to my body. I say, my body today, you conform to the nature of God. No sickness is allowed in this body because any sickness that try to come, you are an alien. You are not invited to my body. So every day I keep my body in check. So for 18 years now, it's another big testimony. I've never had a need to go to the doctor, to be hospitalized for anything. I just been speaking the word, declaring the word, walking with the word. So your faith in the word of God is very, is very vital. You must keep yourself in check by continually listening to the word of God. And not just the word of God, the right word. You must have the right word for your spirit. A lot of Christians, they just listen to anything. They go on social media, they hear this, they just, they don't have a pastor. They don't even have no church, nowhere. They're, they're just everywhere. They have fathers everywhere. No, you must put yourself in check. You must have a church, for instance. Have somewhere that you feed from, a pulpit. Who is your pastor? Who is your, your spiritual authority? These are the things that have guided my life over the years. And I've kept my life in check like that way. For over the years, I've been listening to a Reverend Chris Oyakilome. And my life has been from glory to glory. It's been like that. I've looked at the man I've been listening to. His life has been from glory to glory. And what is it? It is your exercise. You must exercise your faith by not just running to the doctor in that time of, you know, feeling somehow in your body. You must exercise your faith in the word of God by declaring the word of God over your life. That is how to exercise your faith. And in other things too, you know, in your place of work, something happens. You're not the one calling for your mommy, 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 daddy, daddy, Christian. Uh, I'm going through this. You sit down with the word of God. But that happens if the word of God dwells in you richly. It, it, that can only happen. The Bible says, let the word of God dwell in you richly. How rich is the word of God in your spirit? And that's for you to be in that level of top faith. So exercise of your faith begins to with your constant fellowship with the word of God. Thank you so much, Prince, for coming on to the His Boy podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. You have really taught me the importance of holding on to faith and holding on to his word that even when things don't go our way, it's okay. It's not the end, right? So thank you for being so open and honest and genuine about, you know, everything that's happened in your life and how God has always paved the way. And the most important thing for me was the fact that you prayed. Whenever things happened, you went away and prayed. No matter where you were, you went away and prayed. And I think for us Christians, sometimes we are embarrassed to pray in public. But it's not about the embarrassment. It's about praying. And
and allowing and inviting God into your situation. If you don't pray, things won't happen. God told us that we are that we have the authority to move the mountains in our lives. And how we do that is through prayer. How we do that is by spending time with God. How we do that is by building our spirit, building our faith. So thank you for coming on and allowing us to see that faith, faith grows. Faith every in every area of our lives, it may require another level of faith, but it's our duty to make sure that we are building that faith and faith comes by hearing the word of God and if you're not hearing the word of God there is no way that you're gonna see a level of faith as Prince has demonstrated in his life so thanks again Prince and I really hope that we can continue to connect and I hope that anybody out there who has played this episode and been touched by this go ahead and share it go ahead and follow us on Instagram and share with us underneath the post what you have learned from this episode. We thank God that he continues to work wonders in our lives. And I just want to say as well that if you do have a testimony, do not hesitate to reach out. We are an international platform and we are here to glorify God's name internationally. So if you do have a testimony, do not keep it to yourself. If your friends and family have shared something amazing, you let us know and we're able to use this platform to glorify God's name and to bring many people to Christ. The Bible tells tells us in Revelations chapter 12 verse 11 it says and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony do you know how powerful that is the living word lets us know that we have a duty to overcome to overcome every obstacle of the enemy everything that he has programmed to have dominion over your life everything that he has programmed to work against you every obstacle it fails because of your testimony it fails because you were able to overcome it fails because you took that step to glorify God's name to be obedient to really acknowledge him so if you are sitting on a testimony sit no longer change the narrative on your life and give God all the glory you don't know who you're able to impact you don't know who you're able to save just by sharing what he has done for you so guys it's been a pleasure it's Natasha Brown and you have listened to his word